Now that I, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you also should wash one another's feet. I have set you an example that you should do as I have done for you. Very truly I tell you, no servant is greater than his master, nor is a messenger greater than the one who sent him. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Well, now it's time to introduce this morning's guest preacher. Today we welcome to the pulpit at the Court Street United Methodist Church, Antonio Davey. Antonio is a member of the Bethel United Methodist Church, and he is currently seeking ordination in the United Methodist Church. Antonio has a bachelor's degree from Spring Arbor University, and he is currently working on obtaining a master's degree from Spring Arbor. Antonio is the husband of Leigh, the proud father of Ethan, and today we are so very grateful to welcome him as our guest preacher at the Court Street United Methodist Church. Good morning, Court Street United Methodist Church. Allow me to introduce myself. My name is Antonio Davey, and I am a member of Flint Bethel United Methodist Church. Please let us enter into a word of prayer. Gracious God, our Father, we continue to thank you for your loving kindness towards us. And Lord, as we enter into this preaching opportunity, Master, we are just so thankful for your grace and for your mercy. Lord, we continue to ask for the forgiveness of our sins. Lord, we continue to ask that you would hide me behind the cross. And Lord, that we pray that you would continue to lead us and guide us in a way that we don't know, but God, you already know, knew from the beginning of time. And Master, we continue to pray right now for this wonderful church of Court Street. And Lord, we continue to pray for the pastor, Pastor Peters. Lord, we continue to just ask that you would put your hands of protection and mercy and grace upon this church and continue to be a beacon in, of love and light in this sin and dark-filled world. This we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Today, I have the esteemed pleasure of preaching on Father's Day. And today's message is centered around fathers. Today, I just want to encourage all fathers and for those who are standing in the need of encouragement and certainly in these times of pandemic. My brothers and sisters, if I may share a story with you, it would truly lighten the load. About a year ago, I had the esteemed pleasure of working remotely from home, but also as a father, I also became a fifth grade teacher. This was something I did not sign up for. It was a job or work that I did not plan to do. But I had to make sure that my responsibilities towards my son were being met, but also my responsibilities to my secular job were also being met as well. And on a daily basis, I find myself dealing with multiple clients and I also found myself dealing with multiple questions from my son. I also learned how to do new math. Sometimes it's difficult to be a teacher and I respect the profession, but then there were some days I just did not know how to answer the questions that my son had for me. And also dealing with the weight of responsibilities of working the job that I had and trying to meet the needs of my families. And because I was a willing vessel, there are some people that actually asked me to do more work than I had ever anticipated to sign up to do. You know, it's amazing how sometimes we can look at work as a position to say, look at what I'm doing. But if you're not rooted in humility, 
Work will break you down with the responsibility that is called weight on your shoulders. And one day, I was sitting in my chair because I had had a very, very tough day. And my son came to me and asked me if I wanted to play the PlayStation with him. And I said, son, I did not have the strength because I'm dealing with people on the side. I had a lot of responsibility, not only in the church, but outside of the church. As you can see, I am a man who wear many hats. But the reality is, my son came to me and he challenged me with this question. And that question is, then dad, why do you work so many jobs? And that hit me to the core of my being. And then I had to explain the realities of the difference between a purpose and responsibility. I had to explain to my son that the reality of my responsibilities of my job requires that I fulfill my duty in my secular job, but also fulfill the duties that I promised myself and others that I would do. I strive every day to teach my son and lead by example that if you say you're going to do something, do it. But then here's the issue. The things that I was responsible for were not a part of the purpose that was set before me. And sometimes in life, we have to ask ourselves this question. Why do we really work for Christ? Why do we do this work? Because sometimes this work is not the most glamorous, it's not the most complimenting to others. Sometimes it will put you in harm's way. But there is a divine relationship between those who know the Lord and those who serve the Lord. And even if it causes us heart harm or danger, we will see our responsibilities through to make sure that God's will is done in our lives. So I ask this question again. Why do we do what we do for the Lord? As servants of Christ, it is very important to understand that Jesus even had to deal with the complexity of meeting his divine purpose in which he was sent into the world to do, and also meeting the weight of requirements that responsibility had as he was dealing with his disciples. The scripture has shown to us in John 13 chapter, that as he was on his way to the feast of the Passover, he was going with his disciples and he had a discerning spirit that somehow, in some way, that his own disciples would betray him. And as he is dealing with this bitter spirit of his purpose, he had to hurry up and get in his mind that his responsibility should not lack because he's drawing closer to his spiritual purpose. You see, my brothers and sisters, there's one thing that we should always take from this lesson from Jesus Christ, and that is this, that when we get closer to our spiritual purpose, the more responsibility will lie on our shoulder. Because remember, as purpose tells us we are created to do something, but we may not know what it is immediately, but the more responsibilities we have, the clearer our path to our purpose becomes. My brothers and sisters, as Jesus is dealing with Simon Peter and he's dealing with the betrayal of Judas, we also see here that Jesus 
is showing a great example of how to balance the weight of responsibility and our purpose in life. So as fathers, I continue to encourage you today to never forget that you are of value to the body of Christ because you are a servant of Christ. And even when you don't feel appreciated by the works that you do, that the works you do do have a significant bearing not only on your immediate family, but your community as well. There's two things I always want you to remember, that even on this Father's Day, as we deal with the works of a servant of Christ that Jesus taught us in this 13th chapter of John. The first point is that the work of a servant of Christ is rooted in the will of God through faithful obedience. For Psalms 128 states, Blessed are all who fear the Lord, who walks in the obedience of him. And as Jesus was moving forward towards his purpose in going to Calvary, he also had a responsibility to teach those who were among him as his disciples this powerful word called love. And as he was trying to show an example of love, he showed the example of love by washing some of his disciples' feet. Jesus was obedient to the Spirit because he also recognized that the power had came upon him because God was not only calling him home, but God had all the power to make things happen in the world. Jesus had obedience in God to understand that even if I'm going to face hardships, I must remember the purpose of why I'm here, and that is to remind the people that God loves you. And as you recognize you are blessed because you walk in obedience, never forget that if you remain obedient to God, God's hands of protection will cover you. I'm not saying that every day will be great as you work this work as a servant of Christ. I'm not going to say that you will not have setbacks even as fathers or lay people or even preachers. You must depend on the power of the Holy Spirit to guide you into that place, blessed place called obedience. Secondly, as we remember, not only are the works of the servant of Christ rooted in the will of God and faithful obedience, but the works of a servant of Christ also connects the spiritual power of God's love to help us balance our responsibilities, but show the world that God truly does love you. And I understand that sometimes we do not feel like always serving others because we are weak and depleted. Yes, if we have learned anything from this pandemic is that if anything falls and if anything changes, expect the unexpected. But we must always remember that faithful gospel of John 3:16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whomsoever should believe on him should not perish, but have everlasting life. It is important that we never forget that when we are weak in working for the Lord, that God would give us strength. That when we are fractured in our faith, God will put us back together again that even when we don't understand, 
he tells us to ask for wisdom and knowledge. We can depend on God because God's love transcends everything that we face. So as I close today, fathers, don't forget the hats that you wear. Don't neglect your responsibilities. And always remember to keep your divine purpose before you. Because even our master taught us that the servant is no greater than the master and the messenger is no greater than the master because it's all rooted in love. When we have love for one another and as Jesus washed the feet of his disciples, he used his own clothes and with simplicity, he told Simon Peter, allow me to wash your feet. And Simon said, no, I can't do it. But then he told, Jesus, he told Simon Peter something unique. He said, if you do not allow me to wash your feet, I will have no part in you. And then Simon Peter came to himself by the power of the Holy Spirit. And he began to say, well, if you're gonna wash my feet, you might as well wash my head, wash my hands, and wash my whole body. It is important to know, brothers and sisters, on this Father's Day, never allow our daily responsibilities to hinder our divine purpose of services as fathers. You may not be able to give a great pedicure. You may not be able to cook a great meal, but we are all gifted to do something of service. So as you receive your gift, my brothers, today give a gift. And today I have come to give the gift of love, which is Jesus Christ. And if you are here by the sound of my voice and you do not know or have a relationship with Jesus or you have strayed away and your faith have become small, we want to pray for you right now that you will come into that relationship and that saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. Let us pray. God, we have done what you have asked us to do. And Master, we know that serving on this smoky battlefield will take its toll. But God, we are ever so grateful that you love us yet in spite of us, that you have sent your only begotten to us. Lord, we ask for the forgiveness of our sins. Lord, that you will come and rule and reign over our lives. Lord, we respect you as Lord of Lord and King of Kings. Lord Jesus, come into our hearts today that you will make a way out of no way for your children. Lord, that you will give us the comfort and you will give us strength. And Lord, for those who need the knowledge of your loving grace, Lord, rain down your love upon them and let them know that beside thee there is none other. And Master, we will be mindful to give you all the praise and glory. Lord, we know that you died and you were buried. And we believe that you arose with all power. And Lord, we continue to pray that you will guide us in a way like none other. And we'll be happy for it, Lord, because we are servants of you. This we pray in Jesus' name. Amen.